0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Your Birth Bestie podcast. This is day three of the five-day series about overcoming hospital birth fears to celebrate six months of this podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and as a quick reminder, I am doing a daily giveaway this week to show my appreciation for you being a part of this amazing community. So each day, one lucky listener will receive a $50 Amazon gift card for reviewing the show and sharing their favorite episode on Instagram stories, taking me at BethConnors underscore CNM and messaging me a screenshot of that review. So with that, let's talk about today's topic which is overcoming the fear of labor pain. And I wish I could reassure you that you could have a completely pain-free hospital birth. And while I've seen it possible for other people, that is not what I'm here to talk to you about today because what I've seen more of is moms unprepared or unsure how to cope with labor pain, therefore afraid of what to expect. So let's get into it. Hey there, I'm Beth Connors, a midwife and mom of two, but also your birth bestie. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into everything you need to feel confident, prepared, and in control from baby bump to delivery room, from practical tips to personal stories. We'll cover it all so you know exactly what to expect every step of the way. Let's get into it. So while I can't say you will 100% experience pain because I do believe it does come down to perception and preparation, it is likely that you will have a level of discomfort that you are usually not used to, right? However, there are always ways to manage it and prepare for labor contractions before you even experience it. So let's start by addressing the question on every new mom's mind. What is labor pain or what should I expect to feel during labor? And labor pain is a natural and really an essential part of childbirth. It signifies the progression of labor and the journey towards meeting your baby, and you will feel different things throughout your labor depending on which stage of labor that you're in and what your preparation for birth has been. So we will talk a little bit more about this too. If you are new here or maybe haven't heard this before, labor typically occurs in three stages, so early labor, active labor, and transition, and these are more fluid than you know, the textbook definition states them to be, and every mom or really every pregnancy is different, but it's really the best way to describe the progress of labor in my opinion. So that's what I'm going to do. And I wanted to note too that even though I will give you an overview of the amount of dilation or centimeters dilated at each stage, there are other ways to determine what phase you're in based on how you're feeling or what you're doing, what's happening, Um, how strong and close together contractions are, things like that. So you really don't need a cervical exam at all to know what stage of labor that you're in, even though that, that might be something that you think you will have to have, but it's completely optional, even though some providers will push that more than others. But this is how I'm going to explain it as an example. So in early labor, which is that time from zero to six centimeters dilated, Contractions are usually more mild and further apart. However, as you progress into active labor, you know, 6 to 8 centimeters dilated, and then transition, which is that 8 to 10 centimeters dilated range, the intensity increases significantly. Of course, there are factors like if your water is broken, um, contractions can be more intense without that cushion of amniotic fluid on your your cervix, baby will be directly applied to your cervix, causing more discomfort or pressure. Or if labor is progressing really, really fast um, or more gradually. Everyone experiences labor differently. Every pregnancy is different. So there are a lot of factors. I know for many moms, myself included, if the bag of waters breaks while you're further along in that active labor stage, the intensity usually is much stronger and sometimes really fast after that water breaks. For me, it was unexpected with my first and it took me probably like an hour or so to really adjust to the groove of contractions than if they were to have just gradually gotten worse. So something to keep in mind and prepare for and know that If it happens to you in this way, it's common and it's safe, so it's really not something to freak out about, and that's something that I struggled with, so just giving you a heads up. And then for my second baby, um, that delivery, the same thing happened where my bake of water broke at seven centimeters dilated, which then started my labor um, because it was an elective induction, and my baby was born just 45 minutes later in the most intense way that I could have ever imagined. Everyone who I then tell that birth story to says that I was so lucky to have such a quick labor. But that second 45 minute birth, I remember as being more painful actually than my 10 hour long first labor in many ways. It was just a lot of sensations and feeling out of control in my body, trying to surrender to the pain, but also the fact that it was happening so fast while I was also fighting it. So that was the struggle for a quick labor in my experience. Pushing for four hours with my first was, of course, a very difficult experience. But I honestly got used to that pain and that rhythm of the contractions and was able to rest between contractions. Because they can actually be completely pain-free, those contractions, when you're not having them, those resting periods. I was comfortable. I was resting. So those are my two personal experiences of pain in the active stages of labor. So both very different. But overall, I just want to make sure you understand and hopefully be reassured by the fact that labor pain is not constant but really evolves as your labor progresses. So this is a good thing due to how long labor can be. It's basically a marathon physically, but also that you have to be ready and prepared to change your coping strategies with the progression of labor. And that really is a learned skill. And the next thing I think is important to understand if you are nervous about labor pain, is understanding the physiological aspects of pain in labor and how it serves as a purpose in childbirth. The action behind what is causing labor pain is a result of the uterine muscles working to open the cervix and push your baby down the birth canal. It's literally how our bodies are created to ensure a safe and effective birth process. So the pain or sensations that you are feeling are really a sign that your body is doing its job correctly to bring your baby into the world. And if you can prepare and overcome the fear of pain and do your best to surrender to the experience and ride each wave that is a contraction one at a time, I am sure that your outlook on your birth and the pain that you experience will be different than you may be anticipated in a positive way. And if you're debating if you want to surrender and have an unmedicated birth experience or if you are for sure set on wanting an epidural as soon as 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 you're admitted, or if you're somewhere in the middle, I think it's important to know all the options that you have. So let's explore pain relief options. And I know you've heard of the most common pain relief method, which is an epidural, because they are very effective at reducing pain and really eliminating all feeling, usually associated with labor contractions, but they do limit movement, and they can cause a decrease in blood pressure. That can be dangerous for you and for baby. And they can also lengthen the pushing stage due to you not being able to feel what you're doing and have those coordinated pushing movements, which then also can lead to you know, more significant tearing and other interventions as well. Another option is using medication through the IV, and this can take the edge off of contractions but it can also make you feel a little sleepy or dizzy or nauseous and only the first dose or two is actually effective. So it's really not comparable to an epidural because an epidural is that long lasting pain relief that can last even days if you have the infusion running and IV pain medication is more temporary. And you also don't want to be given these IV medications too close to delivery because baby could actually have those same effects uh, that you might experience. And we don't want baby to be sleepy. We want baby to be alert and crying when they're born. So that's another method to know about as well. Breathing and relaxation techniques are also ways to help moms manage pain without medication, but they do require practice and preparation. I think it's important though for all moms to consider practicing ways to cope with contractions if for some reason they are unable to access that epidural if that's something that they wanted to have or any other means of pain management. Sometimes labor happens quickly with no time for an epidural or sometimes the epidural itself isn't actually effective as you might have wanted it to be. So having techniques to fall back on until you get the epidural, if that's what you were planning on, or coping through contractions if the epidural doesn't work. This can absolutely be helpful. I would really just recommend to think through all of your options and see what's available to you at your facility and talk with your support person about when or if you would want pain medication in certain situations and how they can best help you through whatever you decide. Some moms who want an unmedicated birth even have code words for their partners, and that helps because you may be verbalizing how you're feeling and how you're not having a great time, and your partner wants you to maybe get the epidural because they don't like seeing you in pain. But by having something like a code word that you will say makes them know that you actually mean it and that you really did change your mind and you're not just saying things during a contraction. I always tell moms that they have to tell me that they want the epidural during a rest period for me to believe them because if it happens during the contraction, they are much less in that logical mindset and they just want, you know, an out during that painful contraction. So it can't be during the contraction. They are more level-headed and rational during those breaks and can remember what they really want and what their birth goals are. So when another contraction comes around, we will just work through that one at a time until they mention that they want an epidural while they are in that rest period. So that's also something you can do. And then going back to partners too, I have never witnessed birth from that perspective, being someone's partner, but I can see how it can be for dads and for partners to feel helpless when someone that they love is experiencing something so intense. This is why preparation is important for everybody involved, whether that's a code word or something else, but having a plan in place and having ideas on what you would want to try to cope with labor and to be on the same page to reach those goals, I think is so important. And then the last thing I wanted to mention as you're working to overcome the fear of pain during labor is about surrendering to the process and going with the flow, kind of like I mentioned before. But it can be hard to gain that confidence to do this, and I totally get that. What I think though is that the confidence comes from education and preparation and really trust in your body's innate ability to give birth. However you can find the information that you need to feel comfortable with not only the process of birth, but also the choices that you have and creating a birth plan, your birth rights in general, but especially if you're planning a hospital birth and developing the skills and mindset to not settle for anything less than the birth that you want. All of the above will help you boost your confidence and embrace the journey of pregnancy and birth with a positive mindset. If you don't want to go on your own and find research and become educated Find a childbirth course. Childbirth education classes are really a game changer if you find one that supports all of your values. It is a space to learn and prepare for your individual journey and go through everything ahead of time so that there are no surprises during birth. Moms find them especially helpful in exploring their fears and overcoming them completely to the point of actually being excited to go into labor. And right before I hit record to this episode, one of the moms in my course right now sent me a message and she said, I can't believe how fast this pregnancy went, but I'm so ready to meet this baby and so excited to give birth this time. I feel so much better prepared and in control. So much credit goes to you on that. And I've been working with her through some of the challenges that giving birth in a hospital brings, like questioning certain things with less than a supportive response from her provider or really just their overall lack of giving support and offering options. It has been hard to hear this be her experience, but knowing that she has the tools and has prepared to not fear birth because she wants something out of the hospital, quote unquote norm, but is actually excited to advocate for the birth of her dreams. So I had to add this in here and I loved getting this message tonight. So if you're also planning a hospital birth, remember that while labor pain is a part of childbirth, it is also a testament to your strength and the incredible journey that you are part of. Don't hesitate to reach out for guidance and support in managing labor pain or overcoming any uncertainty as you are planning your birth. If you found this episode helpful and want to enter the $50 Amazon card giveaway this week, I would love for you to share your favorite episode of Your Birth Bestie podcast to your Instagram stories and leave me a review wherever you are listening. Thank you so much for listening and tomorrow I will be back again with another episode of this five-day series about overcoming hospital birth fears, specifically labor complications or the fear of something going against what you're planning.